Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 14th of June, the 165th day of 2021, leaving us 200 days until 2022. Today in 1381, King Richard II's poll tax triggered the Peasants' Revolt, including the storming of the Tower of London by rebels who entered without resistance. Today in 1775, the Continental Army, which would eventually become the United States Army, was formed to fight the Revolutionary War. This past Friday in 1776, the Continental Congress formed a committee to draft a Declaration of Independence calling for freedom from Britain. Today in 1777, the Second Continental Congress adopted the Stars and Stripes flag, designed by Francis Hopkinson and sewn by Betsy Ross to replace the Grand Union flag. Today in 1847, Robert Bunsen invented the Bunsen burner. Today in 1916, by an earlier proclamation from President Woodrow Wilson, the first Flag Day was established, though not as an official federal holiday. Today in 1942, Anne Frank began her diary. Today in 1989, Hungarian-American actress Zsa Zsa Gabor was handcuffed and arrested for slapping Beverly Hills motorcycle cop Paul Kramer, who had stopped her twice in her white Rolls-Royce Corniche, learning that her license and the vehicle's registration had expired and that she was traveling accompanied by an open flask of Jack Daniels. Publicity became such that the initial event was billed as the slap heard round the world. Heavenward in the western sky at nightfall, the waxing crescent moon will be shining close to the bright star Regulus, the heart of the lion in the constellation Leo. Out the back window, the hollyhocks are gaining height and the lupin blooms are waning, meaning I'll soon need to ramp up my energy level to cope with the next phase of this year's garden, planting. Letting the early wildflowers, the lupins and the buttercups and such, have their way was the easy part. Now, however, I've got to start making room and earnest for sowing rows of corn and beans and squash and peas. This past weekend, I rescued the Canadian rhubarb from being overrun by the iris and the tiger lilies and the stelladora lily from the comfrey and who knows what else. A fine stand of oregano has emerged, too, having been planted several years back as a mere seedling. Next are the large terracotta patio pots, soon to accommodate the fledgling peppers, tomatoes, and eggplant I purchased from Mark Goosey's piecemeal farm at the Orono Farmer's Market a week back. The garden is in fine respite these days from the world of mixed messages we're getting from various officials concerning COVID-19, and what we're wishing is the long-hoped-for wind-down of the pandemic, albeit cases continue to occur and people continue to die from the virus. Concerning are the rumors, some more substantiated than others, that various regions of the U.S. have ceased to report cases, while at the same time eased off encouraging vaccines in those folks who have not been administered doses yet. In the verified data, the national COVID-19 death toll here in the U.S. since the beginning of the pandemic has reached 596,000. To those of us who know something, someone who is part of that number, COVID means one thing. To those who have had no close uh, person perish, COVID tends to mean someone, something far less potent. Globally, the total numbers of fatalities due to COVID-19 has surpassed 3.8 million. 
The World Health Organization says approximately 2.2 billion doses of the COVID-19 vaccination have been administered globally. But toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was approaching 176 million, an increase of at least 3 million cases globally since the week before. Our confirmed cases here in the U.S. as of this past Friday were over 34 million. Therefore, the U.S. is still in first place worldwide in the number of COVID cases and in the number of deaths from COVID. An interesting feat, considering we have only 4% of the world's population. Behind us, in order of appearance regarding numbers of COVID cases are India, Brazil, France, Turkey, Russia, and the U.K. in second through seventh places, respectively. And currently behind the number one U.S. in COVID fatality rankings are, in second through fourth place, Brazil, India, and Mexico. Today in Litchfield, Connecticut in 1811, Harriet Beecher Stowe was born. While becoming the mother of and raising seven children, she wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin between household chores and popularized the abolition of slavery. The story was soon adopted for the stage and became a favorite for many years. Eventually, a version would be produced in the Soviet Union, though the Soviets needed to make one substantial change. In the original adaptation, when the heroine Little Eva dies, she is shown ascending to heaven. As many of the communists were atheists, however, they did not see themselves able to include such a divine reward. So instead, they have Little Eva survive. Then she goes to work in one of the people's cement factories. Today is also the birthday of American folk singer and actor Burl Ives in 1909, of American actor Gene Barry in 1919, of American actress, singer, and comedian Marla Gibbs in 1931, of businessman and former U.S. President Donald Trump in 1946, and of German tennis player Steffi Graf in 1969. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the 13th official week of spring. We're only a week away from the official start of summer.